My name is Boyd Varty. I think of myself as an artist of experience. My passion is to create transformational experiences for myself and others as a way to explore what it means to truly live. My central exploration is to live on what I would call the track of your life. To me, this is to live courageously towards the discovery of what you are called to and to what life asks of you. So much of how I live has been informed by my passion as an animal tracker. I'm following the trail of my own life and reporting back. This show is a daily broadcast from a treehouse on the Londolozi Game Reserve in the wild eastern part of South Africa. Londolozi is a 14,000 hectare wilderness reserve adjacent to the Kruger National Park. The land is home to lion, leopard, rhino, elephant and buffalo, as well as a variety of other animals. I am your host, Boyd Varty. My goal is to spend 40 days and 40 nights alone in the wilderness to explore the archetype of the mystic in nature and hone my skills as a tracker. These are my daily stories. Day 29. Pattern tracking. Journal entry. Wonderful encounters continue around the camp. Two young rhino bulls walk down the entrance road, scratching their horns on stumps and making puffing noises. I let them go by, then once they had a small lead, got onto their tracks for a bit of following fun. The tracks led me all along the southern bank to a giant sausage tree. The tree is named after the giant Brutforce-sized pods that hang from its branches. Next to the sausage tree was an apple leaf, also called the rain tree, for the way it whispers like falling rain when the wind starts blowing. I had stopped to look at the trees when behind me I heard growling about 50 meters back from where I had come. The sound came from off the lift of the river bank. Quickly the growling escalated and I immediately knew it was that mating pair of leopards. Things had radically improved from the other day. Now it was all scented candles and Marvin Gaye. One of the leopards appeared up on the bank and I made a show of walking in the opposite direction so as not to disturb them. My gratitude for this spot and the experiences it has given me is impossible to state. I love my tree. I did some chores around the camp. I swept the area around the fire. I changed a gas cooker canister. I collected some firewood. I cooked another thick batch of pup, which is that cornmeal porridge. Then I was feeling pretty good when dark clouds started to build. What followed was a master class in a mini trauma pattern. Watch how it goes. You see, those storm clouds brought up images from the night and the lightning when I nearly got nuked, trigger. The past came into this moment. I was sure I was in for a terrible night, introjection followed by projection. Psychologically, I returned back to that scary night, and as a result, my decision-making and focus became centered around the anticipation of another storm. This is a very common type of freezing, which creates limited access to different choices. The day narrowed into a looping perseveration about how best to be safe and dry, looping in anxiety without any clear action. Bad decisions made, 
trauma starts to recreate itself. Result? Left feeling isolated and anxious, sitting around waiting for the worst. This little map of a basic trauma pattern played out rapidly in about 15 minutes before I was able to interrupt it. One of the keys with working with trauma, for me, is knowing the physiology of the pattern. Basically, you learn how your body feels when a trauma pattern activates. Small cues you notice, like you're learning to track, and those cues start to alert you. These are the steps to the interruption of the pattern for me. Step one is I notice my adrenals are activated. Step two, ask myself what is actually happening now. Dark clouds are building on the horizon. We're not on a firestorm. Step three, move to some kind of self-care. What do I need? You have to sit in that in a, little, a little bit. What do I need right now? I need more information. Step four, radio Alana Lozzi's general manager and get a weather report. The report is that it's a front and not a storm. There will be just a night of drizzle. Step five, create a different outcome for yourself. This one's really important. In my case, that involved getting everything covered in tops and then walking up to the high ground with binoculars to watch the beautiful dark shapes of the clouds move in from over the mountains. Miles away in the village of Justicia, on the reserve's western boundary, someone was playing an African drum and I could hear the odd beat on the wind. A herd of elephants fed in the silver cluster leaves, grey beasts, silver trees, and a navy sky, versus stressing in the camp alone. Learning to map and interrupt trauma patterns creates totally different branches of lives. And up on that hillside, I could have been Adam, alone in the garden for a moment a man in nature at the beginning of creation. I was thinking of job titles for myself. Boydvati, inner cartographer. Boydvati, pattern interrupter. In hundreds of ceremonies, this had become my art form, to map and interrupt patterns as a way to create different futures for people. Sometimes it can be quite simple. A map like shame usually looks like Shame, which creates isolation, which creates secrets, which creates more shame. All you had to do to interrupt it was create the safety and the trust that allows you to interrupt the moment of isolation. So it became shame interrupted with sharing, which created openness instead of secrets, which created connection, which allowed for relationships, which started to create value. Patterns can become more and more intricate and complex as the scope and nature of the trauma becomes deeper. Something like a person has terrible depression. Mostly we just want to treat their depression. But if you watch the pattern you might notice that they don't ever express anger. And the anger turned inward becomes self-loathing. And that self-loathing then becomes depression. So the way to work with it is to ignore the depression, interrupt where the anger is turned inward, the anger then starts to restore boundaries as it's spoken. The self stops getting walked on, value is established, and the depression starts to lift. It requires looking at suffering in a much more interconnected way, a way much more like a natural system. 
Anyway, out here trees branch and spiders spin and Fibonacci equations unfold in perfect symmetrical patterns that bind all life. Your life, my life, is basically a high-speed unfolding of internal states into patterned external forms. So you can map your pattern. Play with learning to create new outcomes for yourself. Here's a place to start. Find a place where you feel stuck or isolated or frustrated, or a place where you don't know what to do. And step one, ask yourself, what past is in this moment? Step two, notice what your body's doing. Step three, ask yourself, what do you need? Step four, reach out for support. The last one is really important because it really is hard to see a pattern from inside it. The reason being a pattern has a logic. You developed it for a reason to keep you safe at a time. And secondly, you're inside it, so it's just how you are to you. You've had it forever. It's very difficult to see something you've been in for a long time. I once worked with a woman whose whole family were addicts. Her pattern was wisely not to trust anyone because her whole worldview was formed in a world of very unreliable people. It only took a few trustworthy people to totally dismantle her world where there was no trusting. So yes, reach out. All people are made, not born. And one way to make people is when we learn to guide each other through the pattern r response on top of the true self that moonlights who we are, as who we are. I just get excited about it because as a tracker, I'm all about the way pattern is laid down. You can track a trauma pattern like you track an animal. Le learn the marks it leaves, its signs, how it behaves, how it moves, when it's most dangerous. People in recovery from addiction get very good at knowing their triggers and how to interrupt their patterns. One of the things we can learn from addicts is to interrupt the pattern as early as possible. Don't try and interrupt it at the metaphorical bar counter. Interrupt it long before you get to that. We can learn with attention and become pattern trackers. All of that to say it rained, but the lightning never came. Today the sun is out and the air is cool and the visibility is so good. I feel like I could walk to the far western mountains. The campus had beautiful frogs hopping around, repositioning themselves after the rain. I've been thinking about how all the mystics just found a way of living, then shared how they lived. They found their own way. And the peace and joy of that way seemed to be replicated. The doctrine often came after their lives. I've found a way to live here that is simple and creative and peaceful. I wonder if I make my home in it, or if this way makes its home in me. I wonder what happens when I go home to my house. Or is this just a step in homing, purposeful action towards an unknown purpose? 4-0, out. This has been another episode of the Track Your Life podcast with Boyd Varty. Follow us on Instagram at Boyd underscore Varty, Twitter at Boyd Varty, visit Boyd's website at boydvarty.com.
or subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast player. Please rate and review this podcast so that more people can find and enjoy it.